Well, we had to do a camera check. So here we are. My and, check, my check. And uh, our newest addition to the tequila aficionado family, Rick Tebow Levy, my, uh, my brother, uh, my baby brother. I used to make him drink bad tequila. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> they were dark times. I got I got news for you. He doesn't he's not drinking bad tequila he's not, anymore. He's not. He hasn't touched a bad tequila in a very long time. No, but we, we do come up with some he's, really he's thinking crazy up a names. new brand. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think we should we should should we yeah. make it public? He wants to Nobody's gonna see that. He he thinks Nobody's what was gonna... her name? What was her name? I don't know. In aliens. I, I that's not her in Aliens. That was the girl. That's in not Aliens. Ridley. No, it's not Ridley. It's Michelle Rodriguez. No, it's not Michelle Rodriguez. Okay, She's then I don't know who you're talking about. No, talking this girl was in Aliens. Let's see if we can put her up there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. She was a badass. I have no freaking mm. idea who that was. Yeah, she was like super badass. Anyway, Rick is like developing his own tequila here. <laughs> Anyway, if he ever, where's Robert Rodriguez when we need him? If he ever tunes in, he'll see that we've been talking about Robert him. Rodriguez. We need chances your, are we need he a won't tequila from you, pal. How about we pour some of the tequila of the tonight? Evening, the tequila du jour. Which one would you like, Wait, blanco or reposado? Put it put it up against your white T-shirt. Look, we're T-shirt twins. Oh yeah, see, nobody can oh, see that. That's kind of stupid. Nobody can see it. Anyway. Tromba. Tromba. Can you hear the thunder? Can you hear the thunder? Let it rain. Tromba means uh, thunderstorm, oncoming storm, and it is one of, oh, look at that. Look at how beautiful. So, look at the bubbles on this thing. It bubbles like shampoo, ladies and gentlemen. No, I just put some shampoo in it. No. Is this one clean? We, My, that's mine. Oh, so you're going to give me the, the- I'm giving you the clean one. So I get the glass that the- I caught the cat dusting the snifters. With his I just put that thing. snifter out there. Okay, good. So then it was that snifter. It was my snifter. You can tell it's been sniffed. Okay, you drink out of that one. <sighs> okay. So, <laughs> so I am pouring the Tromba Blanco. I am pouring the Tromba Reposado. This particular brand has been around for quite a while. The One of the brand owners, who, who's not going to be able to join us tonight, but um, he and I have been in communication for a long time almost since its inception and tonight you had a hard time with that word huh yeah I haven't, even, I haven't even touched a drop inception. yet inception um and get your face in one the of the one of the uh <laughs> one of the brand owners will be joining us tonight am i crowding you no are we are no, we not lining that's up fine. Here? um and there, who will be joining us tonight james spotlight. sherry James Sherry, Jimmy Tromba. Yeah, Jimmy Tromba on Instagram, in case you're following. And these guys are available on Instagram. They're available on Twitter. They're Facebook. They're um, they are everywhere. And the original owner, the, the, the gentleman that I was speaking to, started with this brand in, in Canada and also in Australia. The hell you say? Yeah. So this is an international brand to begin with. And I can wow. tell you that they're very, very careful with which once they've come to the United States, once they came to the US, they were very, very careful as to which states to grow into. They were looking for a discerning audience. And yeah. let me tell you, this is a delightful Blanco. They they have been they have been going on tour. If you can catch them Sweet. on tour with their master distiller, which I think his name is Marco Sedano, I believe I think it's Sedeno, Sedano. I'll have to Jeff ask him. He's an ingeniero. And his son have both been at these these events. They also, you guys may have been, uh, maybe those of you in Canada, were around. The, Tromba is a tequila oh, that has, yeah, that guess, has. They actually I Tromba the picture on the back. This is all new, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, it's a new look Tromba. Look cool. at how look at how beautiful look that is. And um, do the pictures line up? Do they do they make a portrait? Okay. All right, y'all at Trumba, you got to do this. You got to get get the Blanco and the Reposado to line up and make a portrait. I I, I want a Nanejo, and I'm sure that that's yeah. going to work. So we're going to be asking James Sherry a little bit more about picture. what is in the future for Trumba. Are we recording? We are we're, recording. Yeah, is he recording. in? Is he on board? Is James uh, on? Is James available? 
No. He no. Has, he has subscribed. He's not. We're early. We're early. We're really early. Okay. Yeah. Well, we're we're hoping. But to I thought I'd have a swig or two. Go go right ahead. Um, a lot more fun when I drink. For those of you there, oh, there he is. is. For those of you who are watching us, it's a big day in tequila today. What's the day in tequila? Today is a big. Hi guys. Hey, hey. James Sherry. Hey. How are you? Look at him with his Toronto Blue Jays. <laughs> we're all wearing white t-shirts. You got the memo. Say, thanks for wearing the white t-shirts, guys. That's it. We're all wearing the white t-shirts. He's Australian. He's he's Aussie. Yes, he is. First of all, welcome to Open Bar. Thanks um, for having me. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Com congratulations. You guys have been, I, I got to ask you, I have been in communication with, uh, with Trumbull for a long time. How did you, all you guys come together? I know you started in Canada, right? How did that magic storm happen? <laughs> so my, you originally uh, touched base with my business partner, Eric, correct? Right, exactly. Eric Brass, um, actually, funny thing, funny story. He was the first one to reach out to us, to me. And we've had this long, ongoing conversation, either on Facebook or email, but we've never really met in person. And no, then, same, same as you and I. So right. I remember when I was moving to Chicago to, to remember to hit you up to say, okay, who should I go and talk to in Chicago? That's how I met Jason Lerner from yes. Marshall and that's how we got started in Chicago. So it's good that while, yeah, we haven't met in person yet, we've got this uh, win wonderful relationship that's now stretched to its third continent, I suppose. Yeah, well, you're in, you're in Canada, Australia. Are you, are you going to the, well, Canada, Australia, and the US. Are you going, any plans to go to the UK now? Um, not, as, not as yet. I mean, we're still pretty much in our infancy in the US. Uh, We've um, expanded into four states so far, and we're looking to add a couple more before we um, before we you know, stretch it out further uh, internationally, I suppose. So, uh, what states are you in? Pardon? What states are you in? Uh, so, we started out here in. Uh, I'm calling in from Chicago. We started out here in Illinois, then um, went to uh, went to Maryland to service the Washington D.C. market. And so, right. Excellent. Big drinkers there in DC. Yeah, and 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 we started uh, sort of making our way into the, I guess, the U.S. tequila conversation through those cities, uh, and have then gone to uh, some larger tequila markets uh, since, uh, being New York, which was uh, May of last year when we launched there, and um, Southern California, uh, predominantly Los Angeles, where we launched uh, at. Where we launched uh, back in January of this year. So, wow. as it stands, we're, we've got some, uh, we've got a few ideas about you know where we want to take the brand uh, here in the US. Probably before uh, we expand into Europe or have a serious, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> serious crack at Asia. Mm -hmm. <coughs> it's not a tequila, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Go ahead and go ahead and hark up that hairball. There's a lot of dust around the house right now. Uh, tequila's actually helping. Um, so, yeah, um, before we sort of have a serious look at uh, Europe um, uh, and sort of Central Asia, um, there's definitely, I think, a, a few things we should be doing uh, here in the U.S. considering, you know, what a great standing the spirit has in the overall drinking culture of the place. Right. Well, I, I applaud you guys. First of all, before we even get into that, I, I would like to know how it was that, that you and Eric and everybody involved with Tromba came together. Did you guys know each other for a long time, or how did that work? Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a funny kind of a story um, of a, a, a group of, I guess, like-minded individuals coming together from different parts of the world um, to, to create to basically create a tequila that we wanted to use to take back to those different parts around the world and teach people about tequila. How it all came together was through a mutual friend of ours, Nick Reed. Uh, he uh, was my best friend growing up. This is a guy I've known since I was 11 years old. Uh, and wow. he moved to um, Guadalajara for a university exchange. Um, it was supposed to be six months. He ended up staying there close to five years because, you know, as the 
Because Guadalajara. Tested, sorry, guys. You met a girl. They fell in love. They got yeah. It's always about a girl. It's always about a girl. Now, uh, how how the um, the tromba sort of connection comes in. So this best friend of mine growing up, this is Eric Brass's college roommate uh, when they were there. Oh, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> so uh, Eric and Nick share those you know, initial experiences being from Melbourne, being from Toronto where, you know, tequila, let alone premium tequila, basically has no, uh, doesn't exist in the market, to being Guadalajara where you're exposed to, you know, this, this most amazing uh, spirit category and tequila drink culture uh, in general. So, you know, for you talk to those guys, it was definitely like uh, love at first drink in, uh, in Guadalajara for, for them and tequila. And then if you ask me about it, um, you know, thinking my best friend would never move back to Australia, I decided I'd better get over to Mexico and see what the fuss is all about. So my experiences in, tequi- in tequila, like theirs, were being introduced to it in the heartland for tequila. Um, you know, we've got uh, a bunch of different sort of uh, uh, pivotal moments in our personal histories that brought us all together. One was at Nick's wedding. That's where I met Eric for the first time. I met him at Nick's wedding. Wow. And there are like 200 Mexicans and, 200, and about 50 or 60 Australians. Uh, couldn't really <laughs> oh, understand no. each other. Oh, no. Couldn't so really understand each other, but what they did understand was they were having a great time and they were sitting around drinking um, uh, drinking Palomas uh, for a party that lasted well into the early hours. Um, so, you know, that that's a pivotal moment. Meeting our uh, business partners, Marco and Rodrigo Sedano, like that's, that's another moment. Knowing that what we wanted to do by starting a brand was to capture that tequila drinking culture take it to places like Melbourne and Toronto that hadn't previously been exposed to it. Um, and hearing, you know, particularly Marco tell us about his vision for tequila is he wanted to create a tequila that could teach the world what a great experience drinking tequila actually is. Um, so definitely like that, that moment when we all, we all met in Guadalajara in 2000 and early 2010, we'd been speaking to these guys like, like we are right now over, over Skype for a long time. Um, <laughs> But meeting them and um, and knowing that you know they weren't interested in creating a like a, a bottle, they were cre- interested in creating a brand, being being part of the process with us, being fully fledged owners, not just consultants for a, for some liquid, was really exciting. And um, yeah, that sort of I guess that first week we spent together um, touring around different parts of Jalisco and. And what I thought I knew a lot about tequila before I uh, before I took this trip. No. And then the, uh, having um, having Marco and Rodrigo to sit down with, you know, uh, over several over weeks as it turned out, and uh, for them to impart their knowledge and their passion on the projects was was just amazing. So from that initial kind of well, if Nick hadn't met Lou Peter, he would have come back to Melbourne. I don't think he would have ever met Eric. And we would never, this would never happen. So it's really, uh, it's down to those two, two kids and, and I guess us as a team coming together and working really hard to, to make it. It's, it really is the perfect, it really is the perfect storm. Yeah, perfect storm for sure. The other one is two Australians, a Canadian and two Mexicans walk into an agave field. Like that's, that's another thing we say to people. Sounds like a joke. I want to hear the yeah, punchline. I'm kidding. How? Who thought of the name? Uh, it's uh, it, it came from Nick actually. Uh, he um, he used to work in a high rise office in Guadalajara, and he said that his desk mate, the, the the girl who would sit next to him every day, when when those storms during the rainy season would come in, she'd like yell out, oh, "Look at the tromba! Look at the tromba coming coming through." And Nick tells us, like, it's just a name that really, um, it's just a word that stuck in his head. And yeah. when we came to authoring uh, the brand, um, he put he put it out there. And I'm like, well, what does that mean? It's like, oh, it's like, it's like violent rainstorm. It means big, big rain. So, well, that's, that's an amazing thing. Perfect. To name, 
So name out Kira after. For one, it's like a slang word from Los Altos. So you don't really hear it that much. So we can, you know, we're getting like that connection to Los Altos is a big deal. Right. Um, we're very much a Highland style tequila. So when we name our brand after an event that happens in the Highlands of Jalisco, uh, we want to we want to point to that. We also wanted to, considering we were going to have such an international, um, an international uh, flavor to our tequila, and I mean to our brand, not to our tequila, but to our actual brand. Um, we wanted something that was going to help us teach people about where tequila comes from. And a lot of the brands that have gone before us, you see, you know, decorated with cacti, relating back to um, more of a desert kind of a thing rather than, you know, the lush and fertile islands of Los Altos, which as far as landscape goes, I put it up there in terms of some of the most spectacular wine countries around the world, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. More so than arid desert, which some people at times would... Um, relate back to their bad tequila drinking experiences, something that was hot and, and uh, I guess a little bit dirty, a little bit dangerous. Whereas, yeah, what we were trying to evoke was this, the spirit of Los Altos and all the flavor, history and imagery that comes with that. I, I gotta say from the very, very beginning, uh, when Eric and I communicated and you and I, the, you guys have been so careful and so, uh, really nurturing the brand along to make sure that you did things the right way, that, that, that you know, that it looked the right in, in the right fashion. Even even when it came to uh, what states you wanted to come into, I I uh, you know I would I all of a sudden I'd get something in the middle of the night from Eric and uh, a message or something, and he's good at that. He's good at those late night messages. Yeah, well, you know, because I never knew where he was, whether he was in Canada or Australia. I never knew where, you know, where he was calling from because it could have been daytime, you know, where Genius I was. Genius never sleeps. Yeah, and, and I'm, up, I'm up in the middle of the night anyway. So, um, you know, and, and you see where you came from from the very beginning when we first got those first bottles to right now, the, the, the new look. You've really stayed very, very true to, to, to your know your image and, and what you're standing for i i love how how's been there how's the response been with your you know they're going on tour a lot of the times with with your master distiller and his son is that correct the, the correct, yeah. yeah how how does that go because i am i really would love to meet this gentleman because your flavor profile on this i've had tequilas from this distillery before but usually at a at a lighter more of the Mexican bottling, the 36 to 38 ABV. And, and I really enjoy the, the Blanco flavor profile. It, it's got a hint of a bitterness that, that I like. It gives it a, 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 you know, it's not a bitterness that's, that uh, takes away from the flavor profile, but it adds to it. And I really like it because it, it just gives it that extra punch. Yeah, is that on the finish you get that, Mike? Yeah, yeah, yeah. On, the, on the back end, on the back of the palate usually. Yeah. It's not so much on the aroma, but it really is different from from the other Highlands tequilas that I've had. Yeah. And um, well, that's by design. Um, that's down to Marco's process. He's designed a tequila here. It's actually worked out, you know, uh, by coincidence or or by by skill. It's probably halfway in between. Marco designed a tequila here, uh, the Blanco in particular, that he wanted to have a really long finish too. You wanted, after you'd like taken that sip, um, for that agave flavor to linger on your palate long after you'd taken in the spirit. Yeah, and, I know um, you had it. Like you, you mentioned like a, a slight bitter flavor, that's that's probably like like yourself, what you get, I get like a white pepper kind of finish to, to the Blanco tequila. And mm -hmm. um, truth be told, <clears throat> yeah, so Marco has designed um, this tequila with the attempt at having a long finish. What he's gone and designed uh, alongside alongside it is a Blanco tequila that has become really popular with bartenders um, because uh, it's something that um, they can serve straight. Like it's, it's, it's a tequila they can use to introduce 
um, because it's still, you know, it's still got those nice firing characteristics, like sweet floral nature to it, despite that yes. that, that kind yes. of that kind of kick at the end. Um, so what what uh, we've got here is something that bartenders can use to introduce people to drink straight tequila, but also something they can use in the more citrus heavy tequila classic cocktail. So the agave flavor punches through that that lime juice and making some really so delicious margarita Paloma style cocktails. It, it yeah. really is a, a stellar brand that that uh, you know I, it's well worth if you're if you're watching this and you've seen our, our sipping off the cuffs. So for those of you who are who are watching or seeing this on the replay, um, check out our sipping off the cuff on Tromba. We we fell all over ourselves on it because. <laughs> It really, it really is a. So it's, it's well worth looking for, and yet, because of, of the nature of, of how these guys are nurturing the brand, you're not going to be able to find it everywhere. But now that you're in California, that'll open up a, a, a lot more, I'm sure. Yes, California. Southern California and New York and and in the Midwest and Chicago and Illinois, uh, you know, the three major hotbeds. And one day, one day, I'm sure we'll see it here in, in Texas. One day in Texas, yeah. yeah. But, but <laughs> for now, cool. really, it's well worth looking for. Thank you very much. So you've, you've brought it up a couple of times that, yeah, we're pretty careful with, with the brand and all that sort of stuff. Um, it's been because, you know, our the experienced people in our brand, Marco and Rodrigo, are based in Mexico. They have their task of creating Tromba and you know, creating some first-class tequila. So they, they give us the tools with which to go out into the market. It's up to us who are based outside of Mexico to introduce it to as many people as possible. Um, and well, yeah, you managed to that's you managed process. Yeah, it, it, but it has been a slow process. I mean, we've been at it for six years and we're still getting the name of the brand out there. And it's something that, you know, um, myself and Nick and Eric, uh, and Rodrigo, for that matter, definitely picked up from Marco's lead. His entire career has been about no compromises. No compromises in terms of the quality of agave that we start with, no compromises in the product process in, in any step of, of the road, and that's, and that's it. And so, yeah, when we decide on a market, you know, for instance, I moved over here to Chicago because we, was a big gonna, step. we were just, just weren't going to come here dump a bunch of cases on an unsuspecting distributor and they go, <laughs> now, it's your, now it's your job to sell it. No, I moved here um, so we can create a presence in the market, impart the passion that it takes to, to sell craft spirits like, like we are. Um, and you mentioned um, that uh, Marco and Rodrigo have uh, been touring a few US cities over the last 12 months. Uh, yes. And, uh, and uh, Marco has recently been out to Australia as well, which has been um, amazing. I saw that. Um, and what what that that's like a culmination of a lot of years' work of us seeding the brand in the market, and then bringing sort of Marco and Rodrigo in to um, really impart you know, their vision. Uh, and that we figure that's really important as well. Um, that's really important because you know the craft tequila. As big as the categories become, is still coming up. You ask any guy on the street to name a tequila, and he'll, you know, he'll throw out the usual brand calls. He'll call yeah, for yeah, a Patron or Don Julio, and that's about it. So it's kind of like, yeah, we've been careful in fostering the brand, and that's that's sort of you know, seen as like a slow growth. Um, but at the same time, that's kind of feel like that's how we had to do it. Well, you know, this, it's this, a slow industry to grow in, though. Well, yeah, I mean, but the, you know, the other thing, too, is the staying power of these brands. I, in, in our opinion, and we had um, yeah. people write about that, is that you, know, you survive five years or longer in the business with this brand. You've, you've definitely got your legs. You know, yeah. You've got a solid foundation. And um, I, I love the fact that you guys started out and still are. A, a true craft brand, you know, where everybody else, like the usual suspects, are everybody's backpedaling. Everybody's telling you this is a craft, and we're, you know, we're starting these new lines and whatever. But you guys started that way, you know. You didn't pretend to be anything else, but and 
that's the, the the beauty. We were so happy to have you guys on on board on our um, our tour last year on our on our tequila mezcal tour because we had several brands that are you know they're all in the same boat. In fact, you remind me a lot of, of Gracias a Dios, and, and they're a mezcal, and it's just a bunch of guys who were friends and, and just didn't want to compromise. And and, and in fact, one of them came did the same thing you did. He came to Texas. He moved here, he moved here. To, yeah. to maintain, open to open that market. And, and that's a successful move. Yeah. I, probably a culture shock for you because. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah I've been here two years. I get shocked every day. Wow. So, uh, so what, what are the challenges that you're finding now that, not, you know, especially as somebody uh, from another country moving into a state that's as, you know, that's as busy in the Midwest as any other? What what yeah. what do you what are your challenges that you finding with 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 trauma with what you're doing? Um, I, I think education is still is still key. I think that um, you know the more the more we can um, both trade and consumers alike with you know um, with as much information about the brands we possibly can, mm -hmm. or you know the uh, the more likely we are to succeed in getting our getting our brand out there and getting our message out there, that sort of thing. Um, sadly, it's still like uh, a war being fought on on price point. Price is king, and um, it's funny. We uh, there's some other um, agave uh, agave legends touring <laughs> Chicago recently. Last week, actually, uh, David from San Brazil. San Brazil. Oh yes. Yes, uh, Judah from um, Mezcal Vago were in town, yes. and um, fine people. Both of them pointed out a couple of uh, really interesting points that stuck with me. Like, well, and David was talking about agave pricing. He was talking about all right, so we can we know how much agave from this particular region, from where this particular tequila comes from. So when we factor in how much agave you need to have to produce one bottle, and then we sort of reverse pricing. Going back that way, and then you've got some sort of 100% agave tequila that costs nine dollars a liter. There's something suspicious about that. There's something weird going on. Yeah, uh, right. I think that I think that yeah, a bit, a bit of education in terms of, um, of of the actual cost of producing high quality craft tequila, and then relating that to the market is is really important because. Who's, who's, where do you find where do you find most of that conflict? Where do you do you do you find it on the distributor end, on the consumer end, or on the on the mixology end of it? Um, I don't find it so so uh, challenging on the mixology front because I think that um, I think that when you present something something that like I was saying before that is of use to to bartenders and, and to and to people running beverage programs, and the response is usually quite positive. Um, the response is, you know, as well sometimes is, um, sorry, that's that's too expensive for us. We need to hit this margin, this margin, uh, which is disappointing. Um, I, I'm concerned about it. Um, I'm concerned about it on a on a consumer side of things. I think we've worked so hard. To try and, you know, and, and we, I mean, as a, as an industry, uh, have worked so hard to change the reputation for tequila, particularly over the last thirty years or so, um, which Marco is a big part of that. Oh yeah. And then, and then you still see the the mixtos, but even like the industrial hundred percent agave tequilas come in, and then they sit sit on a shelf for between sort of fifteen. Or probably less between sort of 10 and 15 bucks for a bottle and a lot of the time because again going back to education um under educated consumers will just come in and they go okay i'm willing to spend this amount of money uh so i'm going to ch choose that tequila or something like that and well, they, they take that away and then they go and have that experience that i get people telling me about every week oh i had this one experience on tequila and i'm never, I'm never drinking it again so uh, it kind of yeah, it's it's a concern on uh, on a couple of different fronts for mine. That's sorry, that's the challenge I should say is right. 
what you're asking. Um, that's the biggest challenge that uh, presents it. So it's kind of like where price meets education. Wow, that's a that's that's a great crossroads. The the I I know that you know you you and Eric and and uh, all the all the folks involved at Trumba uh, do events where where you can you can maximize the exposure, and you guys are literally. And I'll bring this up. You guys are literally in, in the Guinness Book of Records. Yeah. <laughs> as, as having, and you did this in Canada, right? We did, yeah, in It's the largest shot salute, the largest toast. Largest tequila tasting in, in the world. In the, in the world. <laughs> That's craziness. Yeah. Um, and you know, I, didn't even, I, I, I didn't even get invited to that. Oh, you didn't even go. <laughs> we need That's to have wrong. we need to have the largest tequila sipping in the world. Yeah, maybe. I was I was living in Sydney at the time, so it was pretty difficult for me to get to Toronto for the weekend. But uh, yeah. Eric and uh, and Pete and the whole team up there uh, put on a really stellar event. It's uh, something that every time I meet someone from Toronto, like everyone. Uh, from the industry in Toronto, someone that Eric sort of sends down to Chicago, or if I I, been, I have been back since since that event to Toronto, it uh, it gets brought up quite a bit. Oh, I was at that I was at that uh, tasting you guys did. I was like, oh, that's good. I wasn't. I'm pretty jealous. <laughs> <laughs> have you have you um, uh, gotten together with with your other partners and decided how to get more of the word out, or is this um? Um, because I, I know that you guys do you first of all you've had um, a really neat um, I, I don't want it for lack of a, an animation uh, a commercial like an animation commercial that was beautifully done I it, it, it came up in and I know that I shared it like crazy because I loved how it started it really explained your story and how you wanted to, to um, how you wanted to describe the Highlands and the story of your tequila in an illustration, in an animation. And I really enjoyed that. So are there, what are you planning in the future to get the, that word out? You know, cause you're, you're in three of the largest markets in the United States. So, and that's, that's by design as well. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, how are you, you know, what are you doing to, to, to amass an army of, of followers so that, so that they can get the word out. You know, yeah. how can we help you besides doing stuff like this? We're all about the army. We're all about like the this, army, man. Stuff like this helps for sure. Um, a quick shout out to uh, Andrew Montague, who's the uh, animator slash director behind uh, behind my video. Uh, he did that for, for, I went to film school with this guy. And uh, he was actually talented, so he went into the film industry. <laughs> so I had to find something else to do. And, uh, yeah, he did that for us for, for free because he liked, he loved uh, our brand so much and he was looking to – he just uh, finished working for the company that did all the visual effects for Harry Potter. He's like, oh, I've got to – I've got to – Oh, wow. I've got to put something together with everything that I've learned here. And then strike out on my own, and so he chose Trumba as one of the brands that he did. And I'm glad, grateful he did because, yeah, that's that's a great little uh, little piece of education right there. Um, yes, it looks spectacular. I, I love it. And without, do you, do you still use it? Do you do you use it like before you do an education or an ed, or or a, or a staff training yeah, or anything? Like the, that? Uh, if I've got the um, the um, audio visual means, I, I always use it. Yeah, I use that alongside another video of an event we did called uh, the Golden Coa, which uh, featured a uh, like a, a competition between local humidors. Uh, that's something that we are looking at. Uh, that's nearly five years ago. Yeah. That's, that's something we would definitely look on uh, bringing back, hopefully next year, because I think as an event, it's one of the craziest parties I've ever been to. And, <laughs> wow. and as a, as an educational tool for the brand, I think it's really, uh, really important to, um, to highlight uh, and this again, this is a big uh, directive from Marcos to highlight the the families that grow the agave uh, that give us the um, these, this amazing plant with which to, to ply our trade. 
and totally, and, totally and, agree. and the people who work so hard to to, to harvest those uh, those plants. I think uh, uh, yeah, a little festival and and their honor is uh, never going to be a bad idea. That's that's the the least that's the least we could do. I I know you mentioned uh, David Searle uh, previously, and you know. David started uh, the Tequila Interchange project, and that is one of the one of the funds that they're that they're trying to to um, address it is you know the, the the plight of the himadores. Yeah, it's uh it's not a it's not a great sort of uh, uh, what am I trying to say? It's not uh, it's not it shouldn't be a good a bit. A point of pride for the industry that the people who work probably the hardest get the least out of it. Yeah, it, it really is. They're 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 very. If you've ever seen, you've ever been to a distillery, you've ever been to a harvesting, and you've watched these guys work and how quickly they work. Yeah, you know, especially when they're when they're a team, because um, you know these guys work in in teams. Uh, the ones that I was exposed to. You know, you it's got to be the hardest. It's the toughest job you'll you'll ever see and I I won't even attempt I, I won't do the P Diddy in my suit trying to you know cut a, a an agave with a core I I am not that kind of guy I, you know it is it is it's, it's a skill set that it's handed down it's it's very familial you know it, it's something you have to grow into it's something you're you're born into and and it's the hardest job you'll ever see yeah, I uh, I attempted I attempted a go to Phoenix once. I'll never do it again. No, huh? I just felt so ashamed that I murdered this beautiful plant. By the time I was finished with it, it was like hacked to pieces. Was, uh, yeah, I'd rather I'd rather hack it in fours or in halves. I'd rather take the, the axe and do that, or or feed it to the oven or something. I, I would rather carry it. And even then, you know, it, it, it's. Um, if it's now, are are you all estate grown, or are you buying specifically from from certain um, growers? How, how, where do you source your agave? Does that is, is Marco the one in charge of doing stuff like that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, we we make our tequila such small batches that we can afford to uh, be quite selective with the agave that we use. Um, through Marco's got nearly forty years of experience in the industry now, and uh, he's got about five families of uh, agave growers that he's relied on over the past um, yeah. from which to, to source our agave. Uh, so um, we're afforded uh, we're afforded premium access to some pretty uh, amazing agave. Um, these uh, these families have um, fields around Arandas, Sotsinilco, and Ireland. Oh, nice. So they're all within about 40 miles of um, Casa Tequilera, which is where we get tequila. Right. And the process is basically, okay, Marco, um, it's, it's time to go into production again. And then uh, uh, Don Rubin, who we've worked really closely with, uh, or, or, or um, some of the other families, he, he'll go out and walk those fields, choose exactly what he, what he wants to do. Uh, Rodrigo is at pains to remind us all the time that, um, you know, these are families that they've, that, you know, they've, he's grown up with, and they're guys that they've collaborated with for a long time. And there's reasons for it, um, notably because they do produce fantastic agave with that sort of no compromises attitude to it. But also, um, they, they will allow Marco and Rodrigo um, to go through extensive like testing of uh, of the plants themselves. Excellent. Um, which, which is, um, yeah, something that uh, when Marco and Roy go and do these, uh, do these information uh, sort of sessions all over the world now, which is cool for them. Yeah, that's cool. He 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 go takes everyone through the process, um, a very, um, very, I guess, so very meticulously. Meticulously, yeah. I was going to say it's like it's a painstaking process, and that's how he sort of delivers uh, uh, delivers the information. Um, so he, he'll tell you that okay, uh, standard. If we were just you know trying to pump out as much skill as possible, we can we'd go. Let's get that field, that field, and that field. 
and then right. we'll test two or three pinas from every truck that rolls into the Surrey, and then we'll away we go. We've got the luxury again of them walking the fields and selecting it themselves um, row by row, if not plant by plant, and then uh, right. going through a, a um, testing process of about 70 or 80 pinas per truck as well. So ensure that the quality is right there, um, the sugar content is um, where, where it needs to be for us to, to right. produce um, some pretty amazing black oats tequila. Um, so, yeah, it's um, whilst it's not a state grown, uh, the partnerships we have in Los Altos and the, and the um, I guess, like the um, hands on approach that uh, Marco and Rodrigo have um, is, is real. It's an amazing thing for us to be able to to to, to start off uh, the production process with. Well, yeah, to be able to work so closely with your growers, to to know your growers, and to you know, I mean, these these guys have grown up together. They trust each other. Yeah, they know they have the same standards. They have they have the same. You know, as as far as as this particular tequila goes, they have they have the same ideas, and they're you know, and they're working together, and that's wonderful to hear that they are doing that. I mean, it's it's really it's exciting to hear about the whole process. I love hearing these stories about these you know the, the growers that are working with the distillers and the distillers that have been these master distillers that have been doing this. Know, all their lives and then their fathers were doing it before them and their fathers fathers and so on well, that's what we have with, with Tromba is something we're really excited about something that Marco's uh, really excited about as well is that uh, a big part of like I guess what attracted uh, him to work with us in the first place was his son Rodrigo is our age and uh, Marco is very much um, he's all about probably more mileage <laughs> But he's, what, he's, what he's doing now um, is, you know, Rodrigo is very much you know, learning at the feet of the master, his apprentice in every everything that Excellent. he does. Yeah. Excellent. Marco's kind of excited to, to usher in the next generation of tequileros, basically. That's so That's cool. Wonderful. I wish I wish we had Marco online with us because uh, I know that. We can send him sometime for sure. Yeah, I, I know that um, Eric had told me that, that he let me know when Marco was going to start going on tour with yeah. you. And it's like, ah, you know, because we've had some wonderful master maestro tequileros at our at our dinner table here where, where we're talking to you. And, and it's always, you know, it's always a an education. It's one of those yeah. where you're always learning and you just shut up and listen to them talk. And... I, I can only admit, I can't wait for you guys to eventually come to Texas. Um, it's really, really old school tequila. It started as craft. It's going to continue to stay as craft. I love, I love what Marco and his son are doing. And now, Beautiful. tell me, is 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 Tromba all that you guys are doing, all three of you, or yeah, or still, is it still you know because it, it's not uncommon that you have a a brand owner that, you know, I mean, you guys are five, six, seven years into it and you're still considered a startup. Yeah, it's, for sure. It's not uncommon that you're, you know, that you're doing something else to pay the right. bills, you know? Yeah, um, it's it started out that way. Um, I guess, you know, it started out, I thought, yeah, this is something I'll do in my spare time. And now, what's <laughs> What's, what's spare time? What does that look I'm like? Sorry, we didn't mean to laugh at you. We're laughing with you. Uh, okay. I, you can laugh at me too. Uh, I haven't had spare time in seven. We thought we'd do so, in our spare time. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't happen. Yeah, so I, I was the first one because uh, I was pretty much the first one to go full time on it in uh, back in Australia when we launched it. Nick and Eric uh, basically kept their kept their. Uh, their jobs throughout the um, development process of Tromba. Um, and essentially, I don't know how neither of them got fired from their jobs, but they kept them, <laughs> basically they kept them for as long as they possibly could without getting fired. The whole dream of starting this in the first place was, um, you know, the idea, like uh, Nick and Eric would tell you the same, is what we want to be able to do 
just quit our jobs and do this full time. And we ended up being able to do that, uh, which is which is awesome. So um, That's right. it's it's uh, every waking minute is uh, is chomber and has for all of us and has been uh, that for for a long time now. Which is oh, it's, so it's like now when 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 we turn around and go, oh well, we're just getting started really, and we've got to do this, and you know, there's so much more we need to do. Uh, yeah, when I hear myself say it out loud, that, that's a really cool thing. We, the, the five of us, well, especially uh, Nick and Eric and myself, not coming from a spirits industry background, or anything like that. Yeah, none of you, none of you have spirits industry background, correct? Uh, Nick, you were an illustrator. Sorry, you said you were an animator, an illustrator. Is that what well, you? Were I, I worked in, uh, I worked in TV uh, as like a freelance production assistant, kind of. Job so like a lot of live uh, studio TV shows. Eric clients. Right. Nick was a tax accountant. I think like Nick just has described me his jobs many times, and I just used to tell people he was a tax accountant. Um, <laughs> his chagrin. Uh, but yeah, the, the 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 fact that we've been able to uh, the fact that we set out to create our own tequila tequila company and we did it, and that's what we do now is pretty cool. Well, it's Absolutely. it's really you know it's unlike, and I keep telling people this. I, I do I do some consulting on the on to pay the bills, and, and uh, don't say on the side because no, that's it's not on the side. It's actually what I do because tequila aficionado is basically a labor of love. But the 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 thing with with you know it's not I it's unlike any other industry. Because even in this spirits industry, you can you can do whiskey or vodka or rum and get a much quicker return on your investment. But with tequila, and I keep telling people it's this, it's more like the wine industry. Well, no, it's even it, it's even further off than wine because you know you, you get a harvest, a yearly harvest. Right. But with tequila, you know. It takes seven years in the ground, seven to eight years, or maybe longer, before you get a Blanco tequila. It's yeah. the only, it's really the only spirit that's aged in the ground before you get it like this, unaged. Yeah. And and you know, for for anybody who's a farmer or a himador or a brand owner, they get that. They know that they're in it for the long run. Yeah. And and it's really unlike any other spirits uh, in the industry at all because there's a reason why tequila will always bring bring up the rear in in, in all the statistics. It will never it will it, marketing wise because I, I kind of look at things two different ways from as a consumer and from the marketing aspect. Marketing wise, we can borrow benefits from the whiskey and the vodka and the rum and the wine industry. But when it comes to numbers, we're always going to bring up the rear because it, there's there's just no way to accelerate the growth of, of of craft tequila. You you can't do it. And if they say that they're doing it, they're lying to you. Yeah. You know? And I mean, there's ways to go about that. Obviously, like like you said, Marco. We'll say if we were going to mass produce this, we take agave from here and here and here. But we're not doing that. No, we're doing tromba. Yeah, for so, sure. So we're gonna we're gonna take it from here and here only. And and I love uh, you know. I, I I say that I love it, but as a as a consultant, you know. It, there are times when I spoke to Eric or we wrote because we didn't really speak at all. And it was almost frustrating, you know. It was like, man, this is taking forever. It's like it's like trudging through mud, you know. But but I understand it. I get it because yeah. it's the fostering and nurturing of something that's going to outlast you guys. Yeah, and the hopefully, hopefully nice. yeah, right. it's um, going. It's a legacy for sure. I mean, when we first got interested in in tequila and you know looking at introducing tequila to different parts of the world. We also, you know, we looked at, oh, maybe we can import this brand or we can do that brand or why don't we ask those guys if they want to be part of a portfolio for Tromba and all that sort of stuff. 
And every time those conversations came back to, yeah, but it's not good enough or this doesn't work or, um, you know, the focus that, you know, say a mezcal brand or something like that would take away from Tromba isn't worth it. So it all comes back to, you know, again, that unwillingness, <laughs> unwillingness to compromise uh, with what we were ourselves going to introduce to the market. We could have bought a tequila that we didn't love and gone from there. Instead, we took the far more lengthy process, far more painful process. <laughs> was, and that we was we have create, a tequila brand owner that calls it the road less traveled. Yeah, to create... You know, every, to create a brand that said everything we want to say about tequila. I'm glad we did because I don't know how I'd be able to talk to people about someone else's brand. This is our brand. Um, this is why when we go and enter new markets, we get a pretty favorable res you know, response most of the time because we speak with passion to our brand. We would never have been able to work with Marco and Rodrigo if we'd done something different like that. And exactly. It's the the five of us kind of together bring a lot of complementary attributes to um, what I'm really I'm really pleased to see um, to a brand that genders a really positive response out of just about everybody who comes in contact with it. Yeah, it, it's it's certainly a brand that that we here at Tequila Aficionado are 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 more than happy to, to, to show and to endorse and promote. Um, I'm sure that, that um, you know, Jason Lerner was, I remember getting a text from him, you know, he was so excited that, that he, when, when he could, when he got Tromba and when he tasted it, you know, because he's, he's pretty, he's like any other, any other owner of a restaurant or, or a bar, he's going to be skeptical until he tastes the juice. And then when he got behind it, he just went bananas. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was so glad because at the time, you know, in his area, his region of, of Chicago, he was the only tequileria in town. Yeah. Now, now you guys have grown to the point where there are other other outlets, other venues that you can, you know, that can support you, and and that's great to hear because, you know. Four or five years ago, he, he was it. Right that it's yeah, Azul was was able to bring that to to bring those new flavors yes. into the town, and and you know, and you know, with something like Trumba, you're you're going to create a demand just just getting it past people's lips. And <laughs> you know? Jason's good at that. Like I I, I got a Jason's place to. Not to drink Tromba, to, to try everything else. Because I go, Jay, what's new? And they're like, oh. And then four bottles will come out to my table. Yeah, here you go. <laughs> and then like, All right, here we go. Here we go again. Thanks a lot. That, that sounds like Jason. It's a, that's him. You know, he's such a he's such an agave evangelist, which is his his Twitter handle anyway. That you know, it, it's it's a, it, I, I can't. You know, he's. He's actually paved the way for people in that area to. He really has. He's educated people in the area right. about about what they should be drinking, and right. they're and they're demanding it. You know, when they go to other places in the area, they're asking for it. Yeah, and that's that, that's wonderful. It's word of mouth, and it creates yeah. more business for those business owners, and it creates more business for you guys. Now, what does what do you and and the guys at Trombo want want the consumers, our viewers out there? What do you want them to know? If you had one thing to ask to tell them that you wanted them to know about Trumbo, what would it be? One thing that they need to know. Well, it's. It, I think it all ties back into our masters tour, Marco Sedano. Like, yeah, we've got a story of our own to tell because of why Trumbo exists and why an Australian lives in America and selling a Mexican product, that sort of thing. But I think one thing we, we want to communicate to, to people about Trombro is Marco Sedano, master of 40 years, the guy who basically invented the premium tequila category. It's his first independent brand that he's come to from an ownership perspective. And this is exactly what he wants to say about tequila uh, in, in the world. Um, so I, I would say that, uh, yeah, the one thing I'd, I'd want to pass on 
is the, the man behind this bottle and his experience and technique and his philosophy on education, his, the way he's passing on his skill set to his son, uh, that, like, that entire, uh, entire encapsulates, or rather, what is in the bottle here encapsulates is very representative of the man himself. So, yeah, I think, I think that's, what I want, that's what I'd want to say. And that's what we're saying. That's what we're doing now with, you know, I think in the first three years of Tromba, I'm not sure Marco left Mexico. And I'd say in the last 12 months, we've taken him to maybe 12 different cities wow. and getting, getting his, uh, his philosophy out there, his, um, his story. He's an often unheard story, and he's got a couple of good stories. Now, now does he? How's how good is his English? Uh, it's it's okay. It's it's better than my Spanish. I you know I wish that uh, we have. Uh, so I wish we'd been able to have him on. You know, with you, we have um, Mark. We have Rodrigo to 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 come. You know, on these on these tours um, to not only lend his expertise. Um, you know, through his role in the process, but also to uh, help Marco clarify some points where he, where he gets tripped up on language. So Could translate also, yes. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it, it, I know from the from the photographs that we've seen, and again, if you if you're watching this on the replay or you're watching this right now live, you can you can find Trumba on Facebook. You can find him. You guys are on Twitter, right? Yeah, I think you're on Twitter. Do all of you handle your social media, or do you do that separately? Um, so I'm not sure Nick Reed knows what social media is. <laughs> uh, so, so you're the guy, right? No, you're the one? no Eric's Eric's very big, uh, big on Twitter, and uh, and um, we have uh, we have Maria who works for us, who's doing a great job, sort of organizing the uh, global. Um, Instagram, Facebook platforms for us. Yeah, I, 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 I'd give it. I've just given up doing anything on the Tromba stuff, so that's why I had separate ones. Right. <laughs> well, it's Tromba Jim. If you want to find him on Instagram, yeah. Um, and we follow. We you know we follow all you guys, but uh, I I love, you know I, I look at the pictures that I see on Facebook, for instance, and I and I see the intensity. Of Marco and and Rodrigo, they're, they're really very very close. You know, they're they're it's, it's it's wonderful to see all of you guys on the same page. Yeah. You know. Well, that's it, what we've been doing this together for a long time. It, it's you know, our our default setting. Whilst we have you know vigorous discussion on a lot of different things concerning the brand, the company, all that sort of stuff. The default setting is usually we all agree with each other anyway. So, <laughs> we wouldn't have been able to do it this long if we if we hadn't. You know, it's yeah. been, been a, uh, a long uh, long road to uh, to travel with these guys, and uh, yeah, we all still talk to each other, which is amazing. Well, <laughs> what is in the future for Tromba? What what should we we be looking for? Um, Two. So we're trying to get a, a, a couple of uh, initiatives together whereby we can get some uh, bartenders, industry types from the States down to, our, um, down to Mexico to, to visit. So there'll be some more information coming, about, coming up about that. Uh, we're putting together a little uh, drinks festival in honor of the Paloma cocktail, which again uh, is coming out relatively soon. Um, if you haven't already seen the video for La Coa Oro or the Golden Coa, uh, hit up uh, Tromba's YouTube channel and uh, check out that video. That that um, festival I was talking about, there's a couple of great videos about that. We did it we'll be sure to like five years ago, and we're trying to put that festival together again. Um, we're going to you know get Marco. Uh, Back up to here into the to the states, probably the uh, the start of end of summer, start of fall kind of time. So mm -hmm. we've got a few uh, we've got a few things coming up uh, for sure, um, all geared towards again engaging 
people on a local level um, and, and spreading more information about brand, about tequila in general, about you know, uh, the tequila drinking philosophy that we stand by. Um, we have, you know, uh, now we have uh, Blanco, Reposado and Añejo tequila available in every market that we're in, which is exciting. And we don't, just, just to be fair, we don't have the Añejo yet. I'll sort that out. Because you want to try the Añejo before you try, you want to try the Añejo before you try the extra Añejo. Which is kind oh, of oh my God, you're going to kill me. You're killing me. Oh, wow. so, so we have the Añejo. This is hard to find. That extra Añejo is going to be very, very hard to find. How how long is it aged? Is it a mix? Is it a mix? We're still figuring still figuring that out. Uh, okay. Once uh, once Marco and Rodrigo are happy with the with the final ver uh, version of the juice, they'll they'll fill us in, and then we'll in turn fill in everybody else. I suppose. Will it be in the same style of bottle, or, or are you looking at it? You know, the trend seems to be that you put the extra añejo in a different type of bottle. Um, it's uh, I was looking at some uh, renders of the packaging design today. It's going to be in a uh, hand blown version of this bottle. So a more sort of crafted element of uh, this bottle. Wow. Uh, but it's only going to be a uh, 500 mil. Wow. Oh, wow. Is that uh, be, I, I, dibs on the rare juice to, to, to have? So we want to get it out to as many people as we can. That's great. Wow. That's wonderful. Congratulations. That's, um, yeah, That's congratulations. Well I can't say enough about about this brand, about Tromba. Again, we were very, very proud to have them with us on our uh, Mescal and Tequila Tour last year. Yeah. Uh, hopefully you'll come on board with us next this coming year. Um, you know, we're – I this I can't say Can enough about – Can up to Chicago this time, though, Mike? Well, you know, we're going to Wisconsin. <laughs> and then to Michigan. And, so and then to Michigan. At some point, we're going to be in we're going the to drive through Illinois. Yeah, Indiana, we're going to be in the Illinois. neighborhood. So, <laughs> so if, you know, we'll keep you posted for sure because yeah, so. I would love to have you on the RV with us and the four cats and you the know, dog. If, <laughs> if we have a good reason to get to Chicago, we, we will. Yeah, yeah, you know, we would we would love to because um, I I can't I can't stress enough if you're watching us and you're seeing us on the on the replay, make an effort to find Tromba. You will not be sorry. It started out as a as a as a craft spirit as a craft brand. It's going to end that way. It, it's just it's just a, a beautiful spirit. Very. You know, mixology friendly, very bartender friendly. Um, it's great in your cocktails. It's great as a sipper. These guys are are so careful with this brand. They are nurturing and fostering the brand like you would your own child. And and I can't wait to meet Marco and Rodrigo. One of these days we're gonna meet. We're gonna our 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 paths are gonna cross. For sure. And, and in Spanish or English or Spanglish. We're gonna get the the whole point across because right. it's been, you know, kudos to you, kudos to Eric, to to Neil, your other your other partner, correct? Yeah, Nick. I'm sorry. Um, you guys have just done a great job with this brand. If you're a little frustrated that you can't find it, be patient. <laughs> we'll find it, and it is well worth. You know, good things. Good things are worth waiting for, and this is really one of those things that you want to find and delve into and spend time with because well, these guys are doing it right. Uh, what the advantage of going to California is is now we have a West Coast online retailer, so you know you can find it. Who, who are you with? Let us know who you're with. Through Old Town Liquors. Old Town Liquors. Yeah. Zach, Zach Romaya. Zach, uh, he and I were, were judges at Spirits of Mexico a few years back. I know Zach. I know he loves tequila. Go go there. If you're in the, mid, if you're in the Midwestern region, if not Illinois, you can still uh, purchase online from uh, Vinny's as well. 
Oh, another good one. And uh, Licorama is another really good one for us too. Excellent. And, so, yeah, and the expansion is really good. On the, on the East Coast, stuff, which is good. Where do we look for on the East Coast? Uh, East Coast, you could probably still look at Binnie's, uh, although I'm not sure um, how far it stretches east. Uh, Licorama is a good one. Um, yeah, if you are if you're having some uh, issues finding a new area, just hit us up on Facebook or on the website, and uh, we'll direct it. We'll direct you to your you know, your closest uh, online retail. Great! Thank Excellent. you so much for joining us tonight, Jim. It's My been pleasure. wonderful. Thank you guys for having me. Story. Thank you for sharing your story. Give everybody a high five for us, okay? Thank you. <laughs> no, it's been great. Nice going. Nice going. <laughs> Trigger happy. Hey, I, you know, we tell people that we're only going to keep them for an hour, and then I feel bad. Go find Tromba. And you're yelling. You're drinking too I'm much Tromba. I'm fine. I'm not drinking enough Tromba. Stop drinking all of it because it's not in Texas. I know. It is only in Southern California. This is all I have left. Illinois. Mira. The D.C. area and New York. Okay, we don't have it in Texas. No, you so don't have don't it in Texas. So don't drink all my trumba. I gotta tell you, you're gonna in when it comes here, or if you order it online, you're going to enjoy it. This is really a, a craft brand that started off as a craft brand, and these guys get it. They get it. You know, um, uh, Nick and Eric, and and. It's excellent tequila. It's super they've tequila. Done a, they've done a beautiful job. Yeah, go there's, get it. Go find it. There's workmanship there, and you can taste it in the bottle. And that is the end. Who do we have next week? Show tonight. Who do we have next week? Next week. Um, next week is the 4th of July. We won't be on. We next won't week. be on. But guess but what? The week after that, we have the organizers of the Texas Bar and Nightclub Alliance Convention. They'll be joining us and telling us about their event in August. That's a great show Texas. if you want to break into the Excellent Texas show. market, Tune especially in on Tromba July 11th. and anybody else that is thinking of coming to Texas. Check that show out. It's going to be great. You're okay. going to love it. In the meantime, have a safe and happy holiday. Bye.